Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to The Front Porch. My name is Dennis Rogers, and as always, I'm joined by my good buddy, Michael Daniels. How's it going, Mike? It's going just okay, because I think the last several weeks we've had a much more interesting introduction, so that one was just okay. I mean... That one was good. I'm all out of ideas. That was classic, though. If I keep coming up with a crazy intro voice... Like, we'll be all out before 2019 <laughs> it starts. Well, it was it, it was a good run while we had it. I guess I you know shouldn't expect the the wonderful things all the time. I had to have classic <laughs> lines every once in a while to appreciate. That's a little there. bit you know you you have to ration them out. It's like uh, it's like <laughs> Disney with Star Wars movies or me when I'm watching a I'm watching a TV show that's an hour like. My family, every time we watch it, they're like, oh, play another one, play another one. I'm like, <laughs> there are only two left. If we watch them all, then we got to find a new show to watch. Slow down. Slow your exhausting. roll. Slow your roll. Let's just, let's just ration it a little. <laughs> so that's what it's going to be now. Things that are overdone too much and too often is called, you know, like Disney does with Star Wars. Is that what we... <laughs> so everybody knows. Uh, oh, yeah. It, it, oh, yeah. It's just the first thing I could think of. It's a sort of, it's a side jab at last jedi right without uh... <laughs> no that was it although that's a they side sort of broke on, their own f- on solo is what that was yeah they they broke their own rule by by publishing solo early and now there's nothing until like next christmas or something yeah man i mean honestly if that had been a thing if they had done what they should have done like just now it would have been released right we would have been looking forward to finally solo coming we would have been over the last Jedi, ready to get something out of our mouth in the last Jedi, and then December, right? <laughs> December comes and Solo, and it's a good show. This one, just yeah, yeah. basically according to their their previous pattern, unless they're going to try and do some kind of like, you know, schedule distinction between main series and side. Move, you know, who knows? Who like, knows? They had right? plans when they started, but uh, you know they apparently are more um, learned more of a lesson from solo than last Jedi because solo underperformed in their expectation. We talked about that at length when we watched solo. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to talk about that. Let's talk about some, some good times. Okay. All right. uh, Good times. What what did you do last week besides uh, what trick or treating? Oh, yeah. Trick-or-treating was last week. Yes. Uh, that was good, actually. Um, Sid had her, her broken arm thing happen, which which turned out for those who are following along with our our stuff. Uh, it was okay. She's good. She had just cracked her That's elbow a little bit. Yeah, it, it definitely is good news. Um, the, they had put, in her spl- put her in a splint. The orthopedic surgeon doctor saw her, and he was just pretty upbeat saying that it was just this... Uh, it's the bone that heals the fastest, and she's a kid, and it'll heal really fast. So he just kept her in the splint sure. and said, two weeks in this, and you're good. So that was positive. Um, and how that cool. that played out was that we went, we were worried about Halloween and trick-or-treating and how that would work with a costume, but it was fine, and it was raining here like crazy, like crazy the entire day. Yeah. And then it just stopped it was like Halloween that up hours. was here, too nice yeah it was real nice so we and it was a, a fine temperature it wasn't terribly cold sid and i last two years had had to walk with our our coats on over the the costumes so this year we actually got to walk yeah. around with, with costumes uh so yeah that's so always it was, a bummer it's fantastic that was and then last nice. week uh actually this week uh we, i got to vote 
So voting is awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yep. See, good. By, by good the time the listeners hear this, it it will be long past. But uh, right. Two years, we'll have another presidential race, and then everybody. Spoiler will be alert: Trump won. Even even more angry than they are now. Uh, for me, uh, we had let's see, in a couple days, day after tomorrow, I think I'm terrible about this because I can't remember dates. But it's my dad's birthday. Oh, hey, cool. And so, as a surprise, my mom flew out uh, David, who lives down in Florida, as we mentioned fairly regularly on the show mm-hmm. and our fourth brother he hosted who, the show know, before he was in... he was one of our hosts when he wasn't here <laughs> yeah D- D- david yeah, was yeah right. and our fourth brother daniel lives in idaho um, and we normally only get to see him at christmas but uh mom flew both of them out so i got to drive to chicago and back which is not that great but uh got to spend the whole weekend with all four all four boys and and dad and uh we spent the weekend, I took Friday off, and we spent Friday working on stuff over at Dad's house and Saturday working on stuff here uh, at, at my house. Um, so that was that was good. It was fun to, uh, as I said, have us all together yeah. and get a lot of get a lot of projects at least progressed on. They, they, I, I focused mostly, mostly on the project over at Dad's, which was uh, getting trim on some windows, which was a lot of kind of detailed cuts and, and things with uh, with some wood over there. And then uh, they spent most of the day here Saturday while Andrew and I were wrapping up trim over there. They did hung some drywall on the on the ceilings downstairs. And, uh, Man, progress. All that good stuff. So, yeah. You guys, are, you guys are hammering it. So, you, again, I think we, we had set a deadline for the, the new year for you to start thinking about moving back to Bloomington. I think you're on track, right? I mean, there's always, you know, it's it's far enough in the future that the plans just keep changing. <laughs> that's right. um, who 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 knows? Who knows what's happening? Who, who what's knows? Happening next. Well, that's that's. Uh, I mean, that's huge progress. It's, it's every time we go along, there's something bigger that that seems to go on at that house. And you're and you are have been officially recording there, so that means it's a stable place. And so, wait, do you? I just forgot to ask you that. If you're if you're recording there, you're paying for internet there. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. <laughs> it's like you're paying for internet at a house that you're not living in. Is that is yep. that just so you can have it when you go there and work on it? Uh, that's part of it. I also run my uh, my Plex server from here because it has better upload. Oh. say so I, I, I use um, your your Plex server and it doesn't have like internet problems or connection problems. It works well. No, not really. And a couple of my, you know, I upload. Uh, um, you know, when I burn DVDs and Blu-ray, mm-hmm. uh, put them up there, not burn them, uh, rip them up there from our collection. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then various family members can access it. And the internet at mom and dad's is real bad. So, especially on the uploads. So it's just easier to set it up here. And it's sort of a testament to, I did not expect to not be in the house for nearly this long. Yeah. You know, I thought it would just be a couple months and I was like, well, I don't need to cancel the um, cancel the internet for just a couple months and then have to re uh, reactivate it, and then and then at various times it's like, well, then I can stream music and stuff while we're working. I don't have to worry about using my data yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> well, the the uh, it ripping and 
disks and putting them on a server. Man, that that would be an awesome project for me to do myself. I mean, you've been here, you've seen my physical collection that I have. Um, yeah, and I and I, I like I still buy physical stuff. I don't. I rarely mm-hmm. will buy just digital. It's got to be one of those like I I'm in the mood for like right now. I'm thinking about buying Rambo, like the the last Rambo that was out, just because <laughs> you know crazy stuff. And, um, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I want to, I want to watch that. And I wouldn't go buy that or you can't go buy it. If you do, you have to hunt it down and then it'll cost the same price as a normal one. So that's when I'll just like, okay, digital, fine. Boom. Buy that one. Right. Stuff like that. Unless you're, I've been drinking too much and playing Star Trek and then, uh, buying Crocodile Dundee. That's total physical. Crocodile stuff. Dundee. The whole right, collection. Right. Yeah. This. Well, speaking of old movies, that's a good opportunity to segue into the first of our, uh, spooktacular challenge films or not they're not both films whatever pieces uh the classic disney film from 1993 hocus pocus wait a minute doc uh, are you telling me that you built a time machine out of a delorean so you get to watch this one did you did you get did you get to sit down near near halloween and watch it <laughs> Yeah, I think we watched. We might have actually watched it on Halloween because there are no, there are no kids around. You know, I'm living with a bunch of adults, so um, there was no trick or treating or anything like that. We live out in the country where there's no uh, trick or treat. I actually don't know if people trick or treat here where my house mm-hmm. is, but the house is empty, so they probably see that it's all dark and the the front porch is a is a mess with the floor falling out. So. <laughs> I think it's an adequate deterrent. Right. Anyway, uh, there was none of that, and so we watched it. Um, I and and my two sisters, who who are living uh, uh, with us with us here, my older sister is in her early thirties, and uh, and our youngest sister just turned nineteen. Mm-hmm. So uh, my older sister and I, I mean, she's younger than me, but you know yeah. what I mean. Um, Sarah and I were re-watching it for the first time in 15, 20 years. Oh, so she, she'd already seen and, it. And uh, she'd seen yep. it years mm-hmm. ago. And uh, and our younger sister was watching it for the first time, just kind of uh, <laughs> frustrated and exasperated <laughs> at all of the at all of the 90s young adult movie tropes. Yeah, all of them. All of them. In, all of them. In this, in this piece. Is it Sid and I didn't. We, we didn't. We try. I tried to watch it at the holiday when she made it like fifteen minutes into it before she had enough <laughs> and decided to sneak out and wander back into her room to watch something else on YouTube. Uh, okay, so I, I watched the rest of it by myself. We, she, her. It has a little bit of a slow start. It does. She had. Uh, we had what was it? Um, our Halloween tradition shows are the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. I'll pull out from on. Uh, DVD, sure, sure, and and the the quintessential Halloween show, The Nightmare Before Christmas. So, no, you're wrong. <laughs> Those are the two shows that we watched during this time. <laughs> we voted in the movie chat. It was like seven to two for Halloween movies, right? That it was a Halloween. No, Christmas. Oh, this it has Christmas in the title. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Most definitely. <laughs> so what? Uh, so you've seen this before? Hmm. I had not seen it. You hadn't. I had not seen it. I Okay, so this is kind of a spooktacular <laughs> way back challenge, I guess. So you'd seen it and I'd not seen it and it's an older show. Uh so we'll let's 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 talk about it in that that fashion. Like so you can say, "Hey, hey, this is what I remember and and you know, it's 
was it as good as I remember type thing. And I'll think, say what I think of it now. Uh, man, it is 90s. You're totally right. This was everything. I forgot what like 90s teenage movies were like. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I, they just You just don't even see that kind of stuff nowadays. And I don't know how truly to describe it. Uh, corny is, the, I mean, intentionally corny, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. not done like accidental or just because they're bad writer. It's written that way and directed that way. And they, that or campy as they say. Yeah. Campy. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and sometimes you would think that it's not campy, that it's going to, it's like, uh, they're trying to tell a real thing. It's a fairly serious story. It is. And then Sarah Jessica Parker comes on the screen and you're like, what? Yeah. What's <laughs> Sarah Jessica Parker doing her, um, Bernadette Peters impression. Exactly. For a moment there, I couldn't tell. And I was like, oh, okay. That's that, that's weird. Sex in the City lady is. <laughs> it's the sexy witch. It's so weird. Um, and then they're eating. They're talking about eating kids and, you know. But, yeah, just weird. And, and so many times while watching this, it, it, the the word that I would have for my feelings through the whole show was groan. Like, I kept, every time I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, they're, they're going to shock the kid. And he's like, eh. And he falls on the ground, and they're like, and they don't do anything. Just like cackle around him and stand there, and then taunting. And I'm like, uh, you know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but but it, I'm not I'm not putting it down. It's it's uh, I'm just saying that that's what it was. And you know, being a '90s teen, it was totally fine. I mean, it wasn't. I didn't see it, but it totally would have been fine. It would have fit in with the Saved by the Bell stuff, or um, right those kind of things. Uh, or, as we're going to talk about later, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, so, yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. I, I don't think I would watch it again. And in my <laughs> review from Sydney is that, you know, she wouldn't watch it now. That doesn't mean it's bad for what right. it was. But I don't think that we're going to see a resurgence of those kind of shows. Well, wait. Actually, I kind of take that back. Um, Sydney watched the show uh, Descendants. It's Disney's Descendants. Okay. And that's very similar, Campy. That's that's a really good point. Um, it's the the story of that is that there are all the the bad guys, kids like the, the Disney villains, kids oh, go to descendants. Yes, they, they go ahead. to school, and they're there's they're all the descendants of all the good heroes, kids like Belle and the Beast. Their their kid it goes there, and it's the the evil queen's kid goes there, and Jafar's kid goes there. So, hmm. and it's a, uh, you know, bad guys can be good type story. Um, sure. But it's just, it's just as, it's just as campy. You know, they're, they're just as yeah. kind of corny. So I, I want to eat, eat my words and say that that there is a place for that out there today still. And that was very successful that, that show. It just, maybe it's on Disney, Disney for 10 year olds. Right. But so what, what did you think? You, did you have heartwarming feelings when when watching it and like oh yeah I, I mostly you know I mostly got all of the all of the beats that I remember you know maybe some some lines that I remembered slightly differently uh didn't weren't quite the same um bits of the plot in between you know there were just a few high points that I really remembered um the 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 little sister sort of taunting the brother um the the Bette Midler song in the middle and uh and the the solution having something to do with the sun um <laughs> were the were the main things that I remembered. Um 
I did not remember how often they bring up that the main character is the virgin who lit the candle. All the time they're talking about him being a virgin. That was that was especially frustrating to my little sister. She was like, how many times are they going to say that? <laughs> no, it's <laughs> poor kid. Um, <laughs> the, the combination for her, the, the most frustrating things were, were that and the fact that um, the main character and the girl become like inseparable right. over the course of the movie that takes place in one day. Right. And they they don't They're even like, know each no, other. I can't you know with that? And and we're we're like they they just met yesterday. <laughs> and he was he was bold he, when it first started out. He like he's hitting on her hardcore right in the middle of class. I mean, oh, that's I, crazy. I forgot, I forgot about that. That that was a thing I said to to my sisters when they first show his room and there's like a big tie dyed blanket on the wall <laughs> and he's got like the the jamaican rastafarian bag God. and i'm like i'm like so the the theme that they're trying to get across here is that he's from california i don't know if you guys <laughs> missed that yeah because it's so it's so 90s stereotype california like all the things about him like he hates the town because he's from california yeah, it's bigger and, and better out west and yeah right yeah and and you know his the thing i thought about that was like his room is awesome i'm like Man, how come he's got like this stairwell that goes along the side to just like a little loft in his room? I'm like, geez. Yeah, the big uh, like lighthouse. I forget what that's called. That architectural style. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, man, man, you. This is your own solo room. Like that room is like the size of my living room and my dining room. My bedroom's not even half that size. You know, <laughs> that, that kid's and, got it made. And of made. course, you can't forget. You can't forget the uh, the staple. Of children, young adult Disney movies from the '90s, the completely idiotic parents. Oh yeah, and and oblivious Just to anything cartoonish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and and also the, the the trope of you know he's just a angsty teen and get away from me, sister, I hate you, and I'm never gonna go. And oh, help me, brother, and he's like no, and I'm just gonna bang <laughs> on my drums. And oh man, that was just again groan, groan. I did. I did like the, um, you know, as a parent of a kid who who you, I, I think you know, is there is she old enough where I can leave her by herself to go to the grocery store or what age is that happen? Uh, and I'm like, he's here's the '90s. He's like, you're eight years old. Just take yourself. You know, you're old enough to go trick or treating by yourself. Mm-hmm. And she kind of does. And you're like, what? What? How does you move into town and you just let your kid wander the street at eight years old? You know. Well, you're not in. You're not in rough, dangerous California anymore. You're in a small town <laughs> in, in nowhere where it's everything's safe there, yeah. I guess. But yeah, yeah that was yeah. so many, so many things. And the, uh, another big groan got for me was uh, every time they fly on the brooms, it's kind of like, okay, we're just gonna sit here and swing on a set. Like you could tell such that it's a set piece, and they're like, stand here for a second, cackle, and all of a sudden slowly let the broom and the person go on a wire across the screen, and you're like, <laughs> dude. <laughs> well, it's it's what they had the, the effects budget for in the day. You know, that that means that we're within the next couple of years of them doing a remake. Oh, probably. I'm sur- You know, I'm really surprised that they haven't. That, 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 who would uh, who would do that? Like I'm thinking, you mean um, people characters? Who was, yeah, who was who was Tom Cruise? Uh, Nicole Kidman. Um, 
Who else? For Nicole Kidman for uh, Sarah Je- Jessica Parker's character, or yeah, maybe. I mean, I'd love. To, I'm just. I'd love to see a Michelle. Pfeiffer I'm just thinking of the three witches because they're the only the the only ones that really matter. Like no, nobody else in this cast could have <laughs> cared at all. The girl um, Thor Birch has this one character she can play of the like bratty little girl that she did for I don't know, like five or ten years right. and then just disappeared <laughs> when she was eight. She played it, played for ten years. She played an eight year old. Right. She right, basically right. did. Wait, was and then, the was, and then qu- quit acting. She was in she was in the terrible D and D movie with the Wayans. She was the Oh, the, I never saw oh, that. Oh yeah. Don't don't. It's well, you should watch it for prosperity's sake, but just to say like that's a that's what a they made a D and D movie and that's it? Oh man. So so bad. Uh Jeremy Irons is in that. Like overacting like you would not believe. Like yeah. crazy yeah. overacting. Uh mm-hmm. so in, anyway, um I, I was going to say um, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer because she was fantastic as one of the, the three witch sisters in uh, Star, Star, oh, shoot. It's, that show, it's like a romance show with, um, mm-hmm. you know what I'm talking about? Uh, Matthew Broderick. No, not Matthew Broderick. He was not, it was not him. Oh, my gosh. Oh, well, she was in a movie with him. She was. Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah, Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk. Okay, I'm not sure if I've seen seen that one. Uh, I don't, I don't keep wanting to say Starbound, but it's not Starbound, and and I'm I'm going to die here from this one. Uh, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, it's like on the tip of my tongue. Well, I'll, I'm sure I'll I'll think about it in in a minute. Uh, who knows? Um, but she was there was in uh, Stardust. Holy crap! In my head, Stardust. You've seen that? Show? Oh, Stardust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's there's three witches in that. She's and she's one of the the witches. Remember, she's this one of the sisters that gets to go out and become young, and they were fantastic. It's just like this. It's just like this, you know, where, where they're they're old and they want to get young and they have to eat kids. Right. So, um, which was much better done. Uh, so, hey, let's move on a little bit to a bigger topic, and this one's kind of kind of the spooktacular challenge because you you brought it up with it, but it's more of a Netflix challenge because it's new released, all new, and it's kind of own thing. It's- it's both. I mean, it's a Halloween sort of show. So Yeah. Uh, so this is Netflix's release of Sabrina. We are found the witch. May we burn out? What's the full title? Like, I think it's just Sabrina, isn't it? No. The, in the, when you actually get into the show, the title screen has something different. It's like Wonderful World. It's not Wonderful World. Oh, it has like a subtitle? Like I, did, I didn't know that. I, I think when, yeah. I, when I just saw it on Netflix, it just said Sabrina. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Oh, I guess I didn't. I didn't see that one. Um, okay, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Here we go. Now, did you watch? Uh, did you watch the old TV show with Melissa Joan Hart? I did. I did. Not not all the time, like religiously, but yeah, I was like, oh, I like that. I mean, I was the, I was a teenager her age, so I thought she was super cute, and that was right. That was like, right. Oh, I mean, I, I watched. I watched a ton of Clarissa Explains It All, mm-hmm. and I don't think I could tell you. Yes. Anything about that show except that the neighbor kid always came in through the window with a ladder <laughs> and they'd play a guitar chord every time that right. yeah. uh, that happened. Yeah, I liked Clarissa as well. And, so. But I but I never got into Sabrina. I think at the time it was on, either I was watching other things or I was not interested in uh, you know, trying to trying to find a place to watch a show about witches where I wasn't gonna be observed. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. by by my parents right but um you know it wasn't worth the it wasn't the, worth the, the risk um 
And so I never really I never really did see it. So my only basis of comparison for this show are similar sort of supernatural shows like um True Blood or Bitten. Uh I thought I had one more. I guess like the others are are anime or books. Well, but well I can those are the the big two. I can see how that how you could draw those kind of comparisons or say like okay, no, we should compare it to those things, but those things are nothing like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, the original show. Like it's Sabrina was was just like Clarissa. So if you saw Clarissa explains it all, any of it, it's just like that, but with just a different skin. Like it's you know I with see. different uh, you know main actors. It's just her being a witch and doing witch powers instead of being Clarissa. So right, it's, same kind of show, same atmosphere, everything. It felt like a little know, bit like. Um, did you watch? The Secret Life of Alex Mack. I did not, but I, I know what you're talking about. That was a Disney show. It was a sim- similar kind of thing where she gets exposed to random chemicals in the pilot and then gets sort of powers, but she spends the whole show like trying to keep it a secret from her parents. Oh, yeah. They're all, the, all the little uh, you know, kid show things where they have a thing that they always have to do in every episode type thing, you know, hide it from your parents. Right, right. Well, so, okay, so how do we, how do we even get into this one let's there's so much to unpack here for, for me at least that, that i kind of want to talk about it's okay so i'll i'll talk about the thing that that's i'll start off with a little short th- summary that yeah um not not really did you just watch the first i episode? did I, I only had time that, that it's crazy enough i've just been extremely busy and this was one that i only got to watch one of uh, I mean, that's all we plan on watching, it, it is. So. It is. And sometimes we go back and forth. But that's not... Sometimes that's to say that I, I didn't like it. And that's why, like, oh, I got through one. I'm not saying that with this one. Uh, this one was, literally was just, just time. Um, but... So, I, 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 I like it. I think it's a good show. I think all of the actors, actresses uh, in it so far in this first one do a great job. I think the writing's mm-hmm. really good. I think the directing's mm-hmm. really good. Uh, this actress plays melissa joan hart like she's not but everything she her character kind of acts feels like melissa joan hart doing clarissa not doing clarissa but doing sabrina um i'm like wow this is she's got her mannerisms just the way she acts is just like this the girl that they could be her little sister type thing Hmm. um which was really great so she's got kind of a plucky attitude but like a positive can-do attitude but realistic and in charge type thing, her own individual self. And that was very much the Sabrina character doing her own thing, being her own, you know, using magic as she would want to use it and not holding back. So they did get a lot of the, a lot of the themes from this series right into it. It doesn't follow everything at all. Cause the series was just the like story. an episodic type thing. It wasn't really a thing, right. but you know, there's, it was, and also it was campy and corny. Uh, this one isn't. Uh, I don't say it, it's campy and corny at all. It's also very adult. Would you say that's adult? Mm-hmm. Not not like sex or anything, but there's you know murder and uh, killing and blood yeah. and like overt things. Uh, I mean, they had all that stuff in Hocus Pocus. There just was never any blood. That's how you could tell it was a Disney movie. Yeah, but early on in this one, like they stab a chick with the scissors in the throat and she's spurting blood. So yeah, yeah, it's. It's not a. It's not a Sabrina the Teenage Witch. It's not what this is. But but they do like the ants. The, the two ant characters, aunts, ants, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. are 
very similar to the aunt characters in the the old series because one was kind of you know she was very much like i'm a legacy witch i'm kind of a know-it-all witch and the best of them and the other one was very you know into like cooking and baking witch stuff and quiet but happy and positive you know i don't know that second one but the first one was um eowyn in lord of the rings Hmm? live tyler what do you mean no, Miranda Otto. Not Arwen. Eowyn, the Rohirrim. Oh, wait, no, no. Yeah. No, I have to watch that again then. <laughs> no, she seems... Has it been that long? She seems much older. I mean, not, not that I'm I mean, aging it, people badly, but she she was like... She seemed really young those, in Lord of the Rings and, and super smoking. Those movies were almost 20 years ago. Oh, you're kidding me. Oh, my God. I'm I mean, so 2001, old. so like... 15 to 18 years oh my god yeah and sure she was i'm sure she was like 30 40 or something like that like that which puts her 50 Mm -hmm. 60 oh man you're terrible how (laughs) would you dare do this to me oh i I thought eowyn was like super cute and super oh no okay all right and i didn't see this woman as just this old lady anyway now that you've ruined my whole experience with that (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna get angry emails about everything you've said in the last 30 seconds i'm sure i feel i feel terrible okay so (laughs) Not so much. Anyway, uh, so that, that's the that's the, the similarities between I think between the sure. old series and, and this one, and they do a good job. The cat is in her familiar is in the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I like. Right. I I remembered that from the few like clips that I've seen of the old show. Yeah, and 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 this one. I mean, they did things like what Marvel does to their movies and stuff is that they just take the basic ideas and say, okay, they have to have a, a familiar cat. Now let's just take a whole story around it. It's not in from sure. anything. And they just, they did a good job of it. So I was like, wow, that's original. It's its own thing. And yeah. So how did you feel about it? I got more to say on this, by the way, I'm just going to move. Okay. On that one. I'm, 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 I keep waiting for the tone. Cause I can tell when you like something yeah. because you say that you, you always say it in like a surprised way. Yeah. You, un, unless it's something you already knew you liked, like a Marvel or or something, and you're like, you're like, I liked this. I I actually did. <laughs> I actually did. I'm like, why do you always sound so surprised when you say, that? like, <laughs> I get negative about stuff before I see it. Yeah, then, th- this one. Whatever. This one, I I, I wanted to like. I guess I, I can go into that. Is I wanted to I like see. it a lot, and and I still do kind of want to like it. I kind of want to go and and um, uh, I'll watch the second episode, and I and I probably still will. Um, but my reasonings are going to be terrible for some people. But for me, it's what it is. Sure. Uh, this is a, a show coming from a very strong Christian man who has strong faith in that. And this is full of hail Satans and, you know, a lot of yeah. satanic worshiping and open openness of the devil signing the de- your life way. And it's positive towards that. It's really spinning, you know, Satan and evil into a... Thing and I'm sure a lot of people who are listening to this checked out to me saying that stuff, but it's just a personal belief, and it's a sure. and it's and that's okay um, when for me to have. So I'm, I'm not putting this show down in that light, but for me, that's a really a really strong thing to do. And if you are of a different religion and they make light of something that's a really terrible thing, and just say it's like, oh, it's just a it's just work on you know have, have a little topic about that, whether it's Buddhism or it's you know what stories in the Quran of of satan or whatever it might be it's 
it kind of is, it's, it's a little offensive and doesn't make me feel good at all about it, and I don't want to watch it because I don't want to support that. You know, and I, sure. I firmly believe in that, and this makes it feel like a positive thing that's cool, quote unquote. That sounds terrible again saying that phrase, but yeah, I know, I know what you're saying, and it's and it's interesting because um, I I hadn't really, I, hadn't, I mean, I was aware of that while I was watching it. It reminded me of last year or the year before. I think I listened to the audiobook um, of Bram Stoker's Dracula, uh-huh. the like original Dracula book and yep. it was narrated by Tim Curry and a bunch of other actors and um I did not realize how um religious spiritual that original book was mm-hmm. it, it it sort of um like explained a lot to me about all of the vampire mythology that's come since yeah um, oh yeah that that's because for sure the the character of Van Helsing is is almost like an old priest. I don't think he's actually a, a, a clergyman, but you know he's like they go into the tomb and he's like g- blocking the door by crumbling up the 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 host. That's the um, the wafer mm-hmm. in the Catholic oh yeah communion yep, mass. Yep. I'm like wow, this is so. I mean, it's it's basically understood in the book that the vampire is a demon or a servant of satan in some way mm-hmm. i'm like wow that's super straightforward because m- most of the stuff that has come out in the last 10 15 20 years in those genres like the previous um uh i'm gonna say mythologies which is a strong word yeah. but mythologies of like true blood and um bitten are sort of a different spin it's like uh it's either some kind of scientific explanation or some other kind of supernatural where it's just it's just power and whether you use it for evil or use it for good in the case of um in the case of bitten they did this weird thing where the werewolves are almost all male mm-hmm. the only female werewolf is the the main character that girl from uh from v and the um and the witches are almost all female. There's a the, the arc of the second season, I think, is about a male witch who is basically just completely evil. And the the good witches and the werewolves have to team up to stop him. Right. Um, and so it was really strange to to do this kind of direct uh, interpretation of this of this myth- mythology, but told from this perspective that that was fairly strange and i mean i don't know we we often do this thing where you know you you say you're not going to keep watching a show and i'm i'm always like just a, just enough curious to to watch one more maybe see if it changes yeah i that that's that's my thing about it too is that after one was over i i i just sat i just sat on it it's kind of one of those things that i i literally sat on it Literally, but I mean, I, I I put down in my thing. I said, "This is something that I want to talk about on the show." Not not because you literally sat and thought. I about sat and thought. I mean, about I it, watched yeah. it last night, so I've not had a lot of time. Yeah, and and to, I and it uh, is something that, that I, I don't want to I don't want to bring up the, and have a discussion here. It's not what we do on the show about religion and, no, and faith and things right. like that. That's it, that's not what I want to talk about. But it, it is something that was that is a huge, blatant thing that they do in the in that show. And it's, I mean, Game of Thrones comes out and puts a ton of sex 
right there. And, and if you, sure. and if you can't watch, if showing gratuitous sex on, on a show is something that like, well, that's just against my kind of morals. Then no matter how good that show is, that is going to be a thing that you can't watch that show, you know? And, and yeah, I understand and, that, you know, and, and we should take it as read that if you, if you have a personal objection or whatever to something, that's a piece of entertainment, like there's no one who's justified in, in, giving you shit for that yeah right right like it's entertainment like you know people object to things for much more trivial reasons like just because they don't like it or you know don't like a specific actor yeah and and this one was this one was obviously to a core belief type thing you know that and it's i would feel the same way well close to the same way uh, if if it was a show about a serial killer and then making it kind of have a twist that he's a nice guy and that, oh, you feel sad because when he kills people and murders children, you know, you're like, oh, I can kind of identify with him. No, he's a murderer of little children, <laughs> you know, but but I, I wouldn't be able to watch those shows and I would come out and speak against it. And I think I don't care how good the show's made or whatever it is. It's literally making well, I'm talking about a fictional show, but it's the same thing. Sure. I, I wouldn't come out and say that is a good show. No, we should not make these shows. We should, you know, you don't, you don't go on the news and talk about, you know, the, the Unabomber and talk about all of this stuff because it just encourages these, these terrible things. And, you know, what's it called? Uh, grandizes them, makes them bigger. And that's what something mm-hmm. with Sabrina is that, you know, I, I can't sit and watch this show or, or you recommend people watching it when it's making these people who are Satan worshipers, and embracing it look cool and fine and good, right? That it's all okay, and, you know. Right. So that's just something because that's not okay. Um, no matter how good and how much I believe in what she says on, you know, women's rights and how I'm supporting of the character, it's kind of like they're just throwing all these things in there to make you feel good. And no, oh, by the way, I'm giving my soul to Satan lovingly because he's the the father of all creation and we're the darkness and evil. You're like, holy shit, <laughs> or. <laughs> Sorry, pardon, pardon my French. Beep that out, Barry. But it it, it just it, it just stuck in me. And I and you're right. I do want to watch another episode to see if it gets better. Or because they left on a cliffhanger with the the high priest of the devil. You know. Um, yeah, it's 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 hard to tell whether that. I mean, it's a fantasy show, but it's hard to tell how much of that is meant to be funny, which. I don't know. I'm not saying that that makes it any better or worse, but, um, you know, potentially has some impact on that. Yeah. You know, in the, in the, in the, um, I want to say in the series, I don't think they said Satan, but they might've said like the dark Lord or something. And and it was always tongue in cheek and it was always kind of funny with a laugh track. Yeah. The ants use it as a, as an ex exclamation exclamation. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, but they literally see. talk about meeting him and him being a part, a real thing, and that they right. are going to the, serve him. The, the Dark Lord. They they actually say Satan. They don't just say the Dark Lord. But so I guess I can see it because the original had it in there. I mean, it had like hierarchy of a high priest of the Dark One who'd come and he was like the mm-hmm. judge of the of the witches and would come and be all serious about things. So this is that guy. So mm-hmm. I get what they did it, and they're just making okay. No, let's let's just dial it to eleven. Take everything from the the funny series and make it eleven. So yeah. I don't blame them for that, but I'm real. I know. Should you think I should watch another one and hopefully see that they 
they don't double down or that they maybe walk back from it. And maybe I'm just not giving it a, a good enough shake after that person. I'm not sure. We, what do you think about that? I mean, I mean uh, it's it's completely up to you. Um, you know, I, I mean, I still have one more episode of Maniac to watch. I'm behind <laughs> on all kinds of things. So who knows if I'll actually get to it. We still have to pick a, a challenge oh, for wait. this week. Here, but, here's but. something. Here's something. There's two things with this topic. One is that I played Dungeons and Dragons forever. You know, half of my sure. life at least. And it has demons in it. And we play with demons all the time. And I have no problems. Mm-hmm. I have no feelings whatsoever we do that. But it's not said specifically and it's not made to be like, a, you know, Satan. It's just a fictional monsters is what they are. Uh, and I'm fine with yeah, that. My mom it's... was fine with that. My mom was huge like that. But I would never watch this show with my mom. Like, And even from a... And even from a this is not my perspective, but even from a completely like Im- independent, impartial perspective, it's weird. I don't know. Maybe it's not, but it's, it's weird to take characters or, or personalities from an actively pra- practiced religion and insert them into your fiction. Now, granted people do that. People have been doing that with Norse mythology and Greek mythology for decades, but you know, it's, it's sort of assumed that there are no living practitioners of of those religions. So, you know, maybe that makes it okay. I don't know. This is this is kind of a a, a tricky a tricky topic. But uh, it, it is. But it's important to the show. I think. I mean, it, and watching it. If I was going to recommend it, and you know, if sure. I if I here's the question. I know that that your family has is a very religious family as well. Would you watch this with your mom and dad? Oh, for sure not. But they, I mean, they would immediately judge everything that you would watch that has anything on it because clearly this one has, you know, talking about Satan and demons and devils and witches. Yeah, I mean, there's just even I don't. It doesn't say that much because even without that, it's not. Uh, um, there's not much in it that would appeal to them. I also, I mean, obviously would not watch True Blood. There's a bunch of it's HBO, so there's a bunch of nudity in that, but. Um, bitten the same thing i mean my mom doesn't really watch any kind of fantasy we couldn't even get her to sit through lord of the rings yeah um so so that's right out as far as that goes and uh dad also has kind of a limited uh um um, tolerance for it we watched he and i watched the whole first season of um the shannara chronicles oh yeah yeah okay is okay but it's pretty terrible it's you know, CW type thing. Um, I don't think it's MTV made it, not CW. But uh, so, yeah, there are thematic elements that play into that. But all of the all of the directly direct references to uh, to Satan would would be a deal breaker, even if they got to the point of actually trying it, which I don't think they would. But uh, yeah, yeah. So did did you like it? Did you, I mean okay? So take that out. Like, I know we talked. That's a lot to unpack. But sure, sure. Take, oh, let's remove that. I had said I, that I liked the acting and the and the story and the things like that. So just talk about that part. How you? I mean that. the the acting is great. The writing seems pretty good. Um, you know, it's it's hard to say in one episode. Um, I can't tell whether the. Um, Oh, whatever this is this is a thing it's whatever this is just my opinion um i can't tell whether the sort of i'm gonna say feminist angles of it are gonna be 
good or are going to be obnoxious. Yeah, that's my. I, I know. I think I know beat. where you're going with this one, but you know, there's there's a way there's a way that that can be constructive and informative and uplifting, and there's a way that it can be condescending and judgmental. Mm-hmm. Does if all of that makes sense? I can't tell yet. I mean, the things that she, the specific things that she's standing up for, are very good things, like to to fight back against bullying, and they've got a a, a president of the school who or president principal yeah oh, that's yeah. very you know apathetic and so they do that very unsettling spider scene um to to get rid of him and i can't tell whether where that's going um so not overwhelmingly positive but um not not enough that i would just not you know i didn't stop it halfway through or anything like that so um Somewhere in the middle. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you're, you're wanting to watch another one, though, right? I mean, I'm curious to see where it goes. But again, if I, you know, if I get busy watching other shows, it's not going to not going to break my heart that I that I never went back and watched episode two. Yeah. I. You, so you you still got Maniac though to watch, so you you've got to finish that one so you can give me a, a whole <laughs> whole series review of it. Yeah, yeah, it's um that one's that one's hard to say. Um, I'm also <laughs> so, we, we we've we've picked up a couple new shows that I'm that I can actually watch with my family. Um, the new uh, Nathan Fillion show, The Rookie. Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Have you seen that yet? I have he's not. A, I have not. You told me about it. aged r- rookie police officer. Um, that's pretty good. It's long and a little bit heavy because it's a cop show. Um, yeah, I mean, he was in that cop show that, that recently, the one he was that one when yeah, he was a writer. Where he was a writer. Um, yeah. th- I think that's been done for a couple of years. Yeah, it has. Um, but it's a cop I, show he was in. Yeah. I watched that for a, one for a long time and then and then got tired of it. it Same here. Too, I mean, it's a procedural cop show. There's only so much you can do with that. Yeah, right. Um, and it'll be interesting to see whether they end up doing the same thing with this one. Um, we're also watching a sitcom. I think it's on ABC Family called um, The Kids Are All Right. The Kids Are All Right, okay. Yeah. This is a... Um, Irish Catholic family in the mid seventies, uh, mom and dad and eight boys. I think they're eight. Um, and just all the crazy stuff that happens with them. So it's, it's fun to watch with my parents because they, um, were, let's see, it's like right in the time that they grew up, right? 10 to 20. Um, they were born in 59. So, Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so a lot of it is like, <laughs> it's it's funny, you know, it'll be kind of painful for them to see like the old TV and the old, you know, they show <laughs> old stuff that was on TV at the time, different technology and, oh, yeah. and this. But then, then other stuff in the, in the, some of the slang and the language and stuff isn't, isn't quite the same as it would be. They're like, nobody said that, that, you know, back then and whatever. Um, right. But it's, it's pretty funny. It has some of that, uh, you know, that sitcom problem where sometimes the writing is too clever. You're oh, like, yeah. You're like, okay, yeah, you've got a room full of, like, 6 to 12, uh, you know, 
Hollywood veterans writing quips and jokes and comebacks, and you're like, nobody, nobody is that is that succinct like nobody has their is on it that that much on their is, game is on right? it all the time every time <laughs> making it happen right kind of thing but it, it's still it's still very funny so i got this week i think it's my week right for the the challenge is that yep and we haven't talked about this well we sort of haven't talked about this sometimes we'll we'll pre-talk about our what our challenges are going to be sometimes we won't and we'll just spring it on each other i think sure so we haven't talked about this one Sort of. Nope. So the one I'm going to pick is you're gonna lose, is we should watch a, do a way back challenge and watch Monty Python's Quest for the Holy Grail. Oh, I, that's I wasn't expect. I was like another way back challenge. We've done way back challenges like the every oh. uh, at least every other week. Right. Okay. But, this but, is good because right? yeah. Uh, I I had forgotten until you or or somebody reminded me in the group chat this this past week. Uh, that you've never seen this film. Yeah, I, I, I had told you and you had forgotten. And, you know, you know, I think you blocked it out of your mind that I couldn't possibly I, have I, seen I, that. I think so. And I don't I don't know how much I've said this on the show, but I I, I have over time. I've gotten less and less patience for the um, kind of condescending nerd uh, um, like judgment or uh, as I sometimes say normativity over people's personal um, uh, pop culture journey yeah because you know I because of my situation my upbringing which is not you know I'm not complaining or anything like everyone's life is unique um, there, there are movies I didn't see I never saw Ghostbusters yeah um, right you know I saw but I saw Mr. Mom when I was like six. We fast forwarded through the Chippendale dancer scene, but you know I didn't understand any of these jokes. But I watched that movie a bunch of times. Just everybody has a different, uh, you know, a different thing, a different uh, experience. Yeah, it's it's just different, um, and it's but, nothing wrong with that. You know, what I mean, I, you see something, I don't see something. We miss the stuff, and it's just situations and there's there's only so much time and there's a lot of stuff out there to watch and there is more and more of it all the time and, like, and yeah right and you lose you lose and you lose time like ghostbusters example i mean I, I i it's hard i find it hard to believe that you hadn't seen that one but it's just you don't have the right time or you miss it when it happens and it comes out and then you realize oh you know i saw it and i saw it a million times because i made a concerted effort to do that but had i not had i missed it why would i go back and when there's so many other things right now that I need to watch today. Yeah, I would have had to, like we have with this show, I would have had to have somebody in my life say, oh, you need to see this. I mean, that's why I've seen Lady Bird. It's um, not Lady Bird, Lady Hawk. Lady Hawk, Lady yeah. Bird came out last year. <laughs> Lady Hawk. Um, Matthew Broderick pre-Ferris Bueller. Um, the only reason I saw that is that I had some friends back in, like, 0809 who were like oh you should see this it's great it's it's hilarious campy you know whatever 80s fantasy costume drama yeah um so so i had i hadn't seen i hadn't seen this one and i know that you had been pretty you know uh amazed (laughs) at that and and several of my friends or our friends had been like i can't believe you've not seen it and we've talked about these english you know comedies before mm-hmm. Monty Python being chief amongst them, uh, being in the right mo- mindset, we talked a little bit about that new Viking show, and it's hard for me to get into. So, oh yeah, yeah, 
I, I am in. I am in the frame of mind. I feel lately right now to to watch one of these shows, and this is the quintessential show that everyone talks about. So I'm I'm looking forward to do that one. I think that I'd like to watch it. And then I'm not sure the last time you've you've seen it, but hopefully you can be able to watch it again and see it now with your you know movie making or movie viewing <laughs> lenses on and say like, oh, that's great comedy still, or you know, or not. Right, right. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I always talk about setting, managing expectations. Um, I've recently watched, uh, uh, I don't know if I've talked about this on the show last week or the week before, but there's a Netflix series called um, Monty Python's Best Bits, yeah, mostly. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, mostly, right, yeah. Hosted by, ho- hosted by Hugh Bonneville from uh, uh, Downton, Downton mm-hmm. Abbey, where they interview a bunch of actors and writers and comedians and have them pick their best sketches and, and bits from the films. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the stuff in flying circus, their uh, Monty Python TV show is, is rough. It's, um, you know, it's like any sketch comedy, I guess, uh, where, you know, some of it, some of it lands and some of it doesn't. Yeah. Um, they do a thing that I don't think is done too often where they very often just won't have an ending. What? Because they're like, this is a joke, and trying to find an ending to it is sometimes kind of rough. And so they'll like they'll do the joke, and they'll do the joke some more, and then the, the guy come on and is like, now for something completely different. <laughs> That's right. We're, they're just we're like, we're not, we're, we can't figure out an ending to this, so we're just gonna stop. That's um, which which is which is interesting, but the. Holy Grail is generally Monty Python and the Holy Grail is generally considered, as far as I know, um, to be their best work. Yeah. Um, that's not to say that it is an objectively good movie. If that sure. means anything, they they do a lot of. I mean, it's British comedy, and so a lot of it is like alternatingly like posh but also silly a lot of just absurd just absurdity absurdity right do you you Um, think do you think would you recommend that this takes this is one i should watch uh, i should uh watch with uh, a couple drinks in me or is it not like it's funny on its own that within reason i mean (laughs) my, my my problem is that if i try to watch something while uh imbibing alcohol i'll I'll go too far before it's done and then I won't, <laughs> I won't, watch won't the retain of any of the ending and I'm like, oh yeah, I watched that whole show but I don't remember any of it. Right. Um, which is probably not something I should say on the show. But, uh, <laughs> right, right. Well, the, the some some things are, are better when, when you're like not, you know, you're I, I don't want to you know promote alcohol but you know when you when you have a a looser mindset right? sure well it's this it's the same i mean minus the uh minus the um um so what's the what's the edge the you know the controlled substance um it's the same frame of mind that you could be in if you were with a group of friends that you're real comfortable with or if you are a little sleep deprived or something like that. <laughs> right. Just if, a, if your a, mind isn't quite focusing on the details, it's a lot a better. A little right? more, a little more relaxed. A little more, you know. I mean, th- there's <laughs> a reason that comedy clubs have a two drink minimum. 
right. Right. Yeah, not, exactly. Not that, not that we're not that we're promoting that, but uh, absolutely not, absolutely not. But yes, okay. So there we okay. go. There, so, I picked good. it. We, I did it. We're doing it. I'm going to actually officially watch this show. So it's going to happen. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, so let's go off of shows and movies. What what else we got? What's what's been we, happening? We're we're all we're almost to an hour. Um, okay. We got. I got a lot to talk about with you here. I got like do lists. Do you want to? We got the rest is the rest is almost all video games. So oh yeah, what, I got uh, video games. We can let's do some of that. I got I got Stardew Valley. You sent me an app to to, to talk about. What, yeah. what are we going to do? Oh wait, we, we've got good news. Okay, let's spend some time quickly going through Stardew Valley and and, and uh, is it called Akinator? We don't have to, a lot to say on these, I, but I think I think it's Akinator. So let's let's do that one first. That should be pretty quick. Okay. This game, this is a mobile app, and it's a mobile app version of if you remember. They probably still have them, but they had these games that were like uh, um, little Tamagotchi keychains that would do 20 questions. Yeah, it's 20 questions is what this is. Um, and we played this uh, in the car when we were dropping my brother off at the airport, dropping David off. Um, and for the most part, except for uh, my mom picked a couple of names that she didn't uh, she didn't know some of the answers, and she, so she would either guess and then when the question was asked again she would guess the other way and just broke it oh well yeah if you're not giving truthful um, answers or answers that are one other yeah. than that everybody else like my dad picked one of the doctor who companions from the 70s um i don't know how far you got in last year we did the book challenge and i had you read um the name of the wind yes right yeah uh i mean you you know this character very early on but the in the frame story there's the innkeeper who is the main character okay right yes yes and he yes. and he has an assistant who's um i don't know how much you know from the beginning but he's a little strange yeah right his like apprentice okay did did it assistant. did it did it guess him or did it stump you or did it yeah stump it? like i've i've read both of those books and so as the questions were coming through they're like is he kind is he human? Is he an animal? Is he, you know, is it male or female? Do they, uh, um, do they live in the United States? Like it would keep asking these questions, and then because it's a mobile app, it has an ad before it does the reveal. Mm-hmm. And um, and I was I was riding shotgun. I said to my dad, I'm like, I don't. I, I mean, I th- I think it's getting close, but I don't I don't think it has enough to to answer. And my sister goes, Is your character? fast from the name of the wind and i was like what what just happened (laughs) (laughs) what is this sorcery okay so here's what i want to that's what i said i was like i was like what is this witchcraft (laughs) right okay here's what i want to do uh because you know i'm guessing the majority of our listeners don't know what we're talking about or haven't seen it or whatever so what i'm going to do is i'm going to load this app up here and it, it's got the uh, illusion of a genie who's going to tell you what you've gotten. It's just an app. And what it does is uh, Dennis is going to pick – Dennis, I want you to pick uh, a character. And I'm going to turn down my headset volume, and I want you to tell our listeners which character you thought of. And I won't hear it. And and I'm just going to go ahead and say the ask the questions that this thing asks, and we'll see if it gets it within, let's say, 20. How's that sound? Okay. Okay. So uh, – um. Hold on a second. I'm going to hit challenge me. When, when you when this goes to 
describe what's happening on, on my app screen here is that it'll ask a question at the top and then Dennis has an option between um, I don't know, yes or no. And then I think those are the only ones. Uh, it's I don't know, yeah. yes or no, probably not or probably. Those are the five pro- different probably, choices. Probably not, yeah. And then, and then after, you know, Dennis is going to answer, answer these questions that I will just repeat here. He will pick one of those five, uh, and then we will see how long, if, if it can guess his character. Okay, Dennis, I'm going to, for five seconds, you got one in your head? Sure. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and mute my, mute my thing here, and then I'll, for five seconds, and you tell the, the listeners. Okay, here we go. Uh, to keep with the theme, I'm going to go with the girl character from Hocus Pocus. All right, you there? Yep. Okay, so I did not hear what you said. Here we go. Is your character's gender female? Yes. Okay, yes. Is your character a famous YouTuber? <laughs> no. No? Okay, you're not into the YouTube characters? All right. Has your character really existed? No. No. All right, here we go. Question number four. Is your character originally from a video game? No. No. Is your character related with Disney? Yes. Yes. All right. Oh, that was a big jump. It's narrowing it down. Is it a Disney princess? No. No. All right. It's saying, uh, it's thinking here. It's thinking hard. Oh, that that was a hit. Is your character a human? Yes. By the way, there for our listeners, there's a little meter here that shows how close our genie is getting to it. And it's on like a scale of <laughs> 1 to, to 100. And right now it's sitting at 25% sure it knows what Dennis's character is. Is your character animated? No. No. All right. Did your character start on Disney Channel? No. Has your character been into space? No. All right. If this was a 20-question game, if it was, which it's not, we would be halfway through. Is your character an adult? No. No. Is your character from a book? Don't know. Uh, Don't know. Does your character have a brother or a sister? Don't know. Don't know. We we are a little under fifty percent knowledge of what we know. A question number fourteen is your character linked to a superhero? No. Does the name of your character appear in the title of a movie? Probably not. Probably not. Is your character from a TV series? No. No. Does your character have any pets? Don't know. Don't know. Is your character in love with someone? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Probably. Probably? You don't even know? All right. Does your character live in America? Yes. Is your character a high school student? Yes. Oh, that was a big jump. It's getting confident now. That would have been the end of the 20 questions, by the way. We are entering question number 21 (laughs) in double overtime. Has your character fought against evil creatures? Yes. Oh, man, that was going to... It's going to pop it. Here we go. Was your character popular in the 90s? Yes. Uh Uh-oh. Oh, that was enough. I have no idea, by the way, what this could be. I have no idea. 
there's there's <laughs> like I want to say that of all the questions that you've you've given me that that's not one that I could have guessed. Um, okay, so how what happens now is that uh, this is chosen that Dennis has picked a VIP character. Clearly, this is a popular character, and the app is making me watch it an ad. So I think it always does that. It does it, it? It's never done it before with me. I never got to, had to watch an ad. Oh, yeah. This Were was you the, picking like? Iron Man and stuff really no no we, we picked uh, there was one that I did with uh, a little girl a friend of mine's daughter she's seven and she picked something from like an adventure storybook that she mm. you know like a little kid's storybook and it was Jack from the treehouse something and that was a really obscure one and it didn't make me watch anything there hmm. but no one at the table knew what she was talking about and right. then it did it okay so what do we got Dennis is this Allison from Hocus Pocus <laughs> see what I mean it's it's is it like it's uncanny yeah yeah <laughs> what allison i there is no way i would have gotten anything near that that's, that's well, yeah and you're like there's so like there can't be any other i don't think it asked blonde this time like there can't be other any other female human high school students from the 90s in a disney movie that fought against evil creatures <laughs> right I mean, how how does it do that really unlikely So this is an interesting app. I'm I'm glad that you sent it to me. I thought it was like, oh, what what does he have? What has he got me into now? (laughs) And then uh, I'm sitting down eating dinner with my friend and her kid in Sydney, and we're all eating Mexican. And like, hey, let's pop this out. And I got to say, it was fun. We all had fun. And we had to go was the only reason that we stopped playing it. Right. Um, We just had a real good time asking these 20 questions. And still, just like we did on the air here, was stumped at how it could possibly figure this out. Yeah. Yeah. But, man, I love those programmers. Those guys are freaking amazing. Yeah, the only thing I can figure is they must be scraping Wikipedia and nailing all these characters down to these data points. And then they have some kind of, you know, uh, logical elimination algorithm to to figure out which questions to ask to uh, to narrow it down. Well, I gotta say, I want to pay a dollar to this app. I just want to give these. I want to give these guys some money. So you don't have to watch those videos. Well, yeah, that that true. But but honestly, because this is something that's worth. Like I think that they made really cool, smart, neat thing. They Mm -hmm. probably took. I mean, seriously, I I took AI in college, and and it was a difficult four (laughs) hundred level course that took a lot of machine learning and stuff. What that's doing in the background there is extremely intelligent work. Right, mm-hmm. and I'm also yeah. a, a programmer. That's high tech work. These guys need money. They need to be paid <laughs> for this, and they may put a skin on it to be like you know a cool genie thing. Uh, so anyway, I, I liked it. That was a that was a that was a cool phone. Or not thing. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that that's neat. Uh, okay, so another thing we were talking about was uh, Stardew Valley. So this is something that did you get this one? Did you buy this one? Yeah, I did. Uh, I don't know how, how did they, it just came up. I think maybe even of all things, we, t- had we talked about it. it last week, and you bought it while we were recording. Oh yeah, yeah. So that's, but our, I think our Trotsky was the one that had mentioned that was on mobile. Just mentioned it to us, and then we all were like, oh yeah, that we knew about it. But and then I think it just yeah, I knew it was coming out, and my sister has it on the Switch. She played it for hours and hours. Uh, so you saw it before, like you knew you had kind of seen it played, and yeah. Uh, so uh, I got it. I have. Not had as much time as I wanted to play with it because I'm in a wonderful, gluttonous age of amazing entertainment, these world, and I'm in the middle of <laughs> Divinity 2 and Hollow Knight as well as this this one. Um, 
I liked it. I like it a lot. It's it's simple. It's got some things, but it feels like everything, every single day in that game makes me feel that like I have so much to do and I want to do mm-hmm. everything and I've just got to like just got to keep going. I mean, this game makes me feel like I got to keep going. And you know what it does? It doesn't ask me to like pay uh, some gold coins for the next day or have a 24 hour energy cap on me. Uh, I can just, I can just pay $8 and keep playing the full game. And it keeps you, me wanting to play every day. You, you can play it as much as you want for as long as you want. And, and it, and it's keeps going. Like, it's just, I want to keep playing yeah. it just like as much as those do, but I, I played my, paid my money. Um, Sydney has, I got Sydney to play it on her iPad and she has not stopped playing it. Like I have to, <laughs> I have to stop her from playing it. She's so good. She's like, in the week last week that I've had it, not even a week, she's gotten to winter. She's already passed through her first year and locked all the cool, like not all the oh, cool, wow. but a lot of the cool stuff. She is, and she I'm, just I'm t- like, talks it to me. And I'm like two weeks into spring. <laughs> I think I so I got through spring and it started in summer and I lost. By the way, pro tip: um, if you have plants in the ground, you're farming, and if you have plants in the ground when it switches seasons, you lose all of your plants and they all die. So I'm pretty sure that's how crops work. Yeah, yeah. You mean like in July first, all your crops just die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah so that's what happened. Um, and I was like, okay, I made enough kind of what I thought was like early mistakes that mm. I, I needed. I need to start over. So I just I got through spring and then I started all over again. I did. I rerolled and um, uh, which was fine. And I'm about halfway. I'm a little over halfway. I'm through the Easter thing. Uh, yeah, I just did that for the first time uh, last night or the night before. Right. I lost that egg hunt though to the NPC. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody does to to Agatha or, Al, or I don't know who it was, but a- Abigail. I Abigail, I, Goog- yeah. I looked it up because you have to find nine eggs within fifty seconds. Wow, heck with Abigail, she's too fast with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. She's, well, she's cheating. She's cheating. She's hacks. Uh, so yeah, it, it's fun. There's a lot to do in that little game. It's a it's a very it's got the eight bit kind of. Super Nintendo graphics and uh, yeah, I liked your comment that you had made in one of our group chats. Is that like it's a Japanese kind of made game, right? Like Japanese loves their spreadsheets, you know? That's right. They're like (laughs) they're like all the all most of what I've heard about that game is that you give gifts to the different people to up your friendship with them, and like there seems to be no way except through trial and error of figuring out who likes what. And of course, you can go online and look at you know each person has like six to eight things that they like and i'm like how are you supposed to know all that stuff now some some things you can like some things you can know that like clint who is the uh guy that always identifies your geodes you give him rocks and quartz and stuff like that he that's what he likes mm-hmm. you know that if you give sense. yeah and if you give uh items that you get in the ca- cavern to the librarian or whatever that person is the yeah he likes. wants those Right, those, those artifacts. You know, I I, yeah. I happened to look at the at the bulletin board in town because it had a quest, but I clicked on the wrong thing and it showed me the calendar. And it was um, uh, Haley's birthday. Yeah. And so I was like, I was like, okay, well, let me try and navigate this map on the tiny little screen and figure out where her house is, and then go there. And at some point in that day, early on, I had found a flower, a daffodil, wild, and. So I, I just, I tried that. I was like, maybe she likes this flower. 
And she was like, <laughs> she was like, oh, you remember my birthday? And I'm like, yes, sweet. Yes, it. got it. Then <laughs> <laughs> I, it's funny because there's there's uh, several several girls on there. I'll try to get like Penny's with the one I want, and, and Haley is another one that I that try to you know give give stuff, little flowers to and stuff. And then there's another one, and I can't think of who it is, but I'll I'll be giving my flowers out during the day, and then I'll I'll uh, walk over to this person, and I'll forget that she doesn't like flowers. She hates flowers. Like I, it's mm. it's her day, and I like I'm gonna give my gold flower to you, and she's like, oh, this is a terrible gift. Why would you do this to me? And I'm like, <laughs> oh man, what what did I just do? You know, <laughs> horrible me. D- denied. Right. Oh, by the way, another way to know is that if you ever get quests on the board from them, somebody will say like, "Oh, I wish I had a potato." Like that guy like likes potatoes. You know, he, they, they well, that's kind of how they. I'm sure that's how they figured it out. Besides trial and error, but but anyway, the sure. um, lots of spreadsheets. A lot of, that you, in the background, Sydney even used the word spreadsheets. She's like, "I could make a spreadsheet out of this and figure out like which plants <laughs> to to grow for the most money." And I was like, "Oh yeah, that's what this this game is about." Um, which is doesn't sound appealing for those our listeners who are listening to it, but it's a fun game. I I enjoyed it. It, it. Go buy it because it's eight dollars and it's every bit worth eight dollars. Encourage this kind of stuff, right? Sure. I, everyone should do like, that. Like it's it's pretty laid back. You know, there's no I haven't I haven't done any. I mean, I guess there's combat of some kind, but I haven't done anything that's like intense. You have to be constant, except the stupid fishing mini game, which is stupidly difficult. But um, just like you talk to the people, you go, you water your crops. It's very kind of zen. Yeah, it 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 can be that way. I I do have a little bit of little bit of frustration with it being on the iPad with the controls. The controls are fine, except that like my finger is always in the way. Like mm. I, I, you have to move it around, and I I know. almost always tap to move. Oh, I, like, I, I hold down. And also if I'm like holding finger. down on a on a tree or something, like my finger's on the tree and it drives me crazy. So Yeah, the the like move to follow your finger thing never quite works for me. I'm always like running into bushes and branches and so I always. just uh I just tap to move. I find yeah. that. Uh, so be, better. besides that it's it's you know, it's it's it I think it would probably be amazing perfectly done on PC, which it was made on, so uh, yeah. Anyway, people should buy that one. It's, hey, it's good. Check it. Check it out. Buy it. So we have we're, we're running a little low on time, but I didn't want to skip uh, talking about BlizzCon. Yeah. So let's do that. Would be uh, good news. Let's talk some good news. That's that goes with this, right? Yep. Good news, everyone. So last week we talked about sort of our our random predictions. N- neither of us are in. All of the Blizzard games, um, yeah, really, really much at all as far as uh, Hearthstone, StarCraft, all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the the big announcement, which you know, kind of disappointed a lot of the core um, Diablo fans. We talked about Diablo because um, they made it pretty clear in in meetings, press conferences, whatever before the show that they were not going to do Star or not going to do Diablo Four. Um, instead, what they announced is is Diablo on mobile. Diablo Immortal, they're calling it. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the core gamers were less than enthusiastic about that. Which really? Is, were they? It's, it's sort of understandable. Like, if you're a hardcore PC gamer, which you have to be fairly hardcore PC to even be at BlizzCon, right? That's true. That's true. Like you and I are Blizzard fans, but 
not to the point where we would fly to Anaheim to go to Blizzcon. Like, I, I always kind of want to, but can never sure. really justify it. Right, for just the um, what, uh, what do you think about this? Have you had a chance to look at any of the videos? I, I, watched, I watched the video, of the, the reveal sure. video. Um, I, I, it makes me a little sad, but not surprised that hardcore people would, would be upset about this. Sure. O- only because the it's hardcore not- people are PC people. Yeah, and they're, it's and not they really only for PC. them, which you know makes their reaction understandable. Yeah, and and I'm sure they go into this thing like, oh my gosh, a new Diablo, but it's not for me. Oh, right. I'm angry. So yeah. I can get that, but I will say uh, it's for me. It's it is for me. I I granted I play everything. I play every you know console, <laughs> PC, mobile, you, you name it. But uh, I'm I we've talked on the show a lot in the last year that that I want good games for my mobile platform and sometimes yeah. i want sit down on the restroom you know toilet and play a game for a minute and a half or or i want to sit down in the morning over coffee and play 30 minutes of a game uh and and diablo is that kind of like mindless action rpg kind of thing the controls the interface of it reminds me a lot of i've not really played too many action rpgs so it reminds me of the mobas uh, yeah i want to say like contest of champions or something like that i think we talked about those games on the show because i yeah. went through a phase of like two weeks where i downloaded three or four of them and tried them all and they're very similar they all have the league of legends style thing with the items and uh kills and all of that kind of stuff but it's got the it's got the sort of wheel of spells that goes over by your right thumb and yep. then presumably an invisible joystick mechanic where by your left thumb and so um hopefully you know, I have I have faith because it's Blizzard that they're not going to have any of the extra crap that mobile games seem to need. Oh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Um, with all the, like, town management and energy and, and all of that stuff, that it'll be just the gameplay of Dragalia Lost with none of the gotcha star unlock garbage. Do, have they talked about anything like it being free no, to play? And and that's the... That's the sort of thing that people, I don't know, people hesitate. I'm sure if you go online, there are hot takes everywhere. But, um, you know, just it's it's Blizzard in conjunction with a company called NetEase. I think that that company has, has been working with Blizzard to do some of their stuff in China, like maybe do some WoW stuff in China. I don't really know all of those details. Yeah. But... Just knowing Blizzard and knowing how they do free to play, um, with Heroes of the Storm, with Hearthstone, with I mean, Overwatch is not technically free to play, but they do have a lot of those uh, sort of things with the boxes. Yeah, I could see them implementing it in a way that doesn't, for lack of a better expression, ruin the game. Yeah, you know, I, if I it, go it, through and if I go through and run, I mean. The stuff in Diablo has always been random drops, so um, it'll be interesting to see how that because they do have to monetize it somehow. Um, the base game is a game that survived on and and is still surviving on, you know, a buy and play. You you buy the box, and yeah, you know, I, maybe I they that. do an expansion. Um, 
And so, well, my pr- my the, prediction a couple weeks ago was that, that Blizzard could come into this 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 arena and change the change the whole arena. Right? Remember, I said yeah. that like mm-hmm. they could come in and put a twenty dollar game out. Not that it will be twenty dollars, but they could put a twenty dollar game out and and cause everyone to buy it because it's Blizzard and prove right. that you can do this. And everyone hopefully will do that. I hope they do. I hope they do. Yeah, yeah. I hope it's not that's, gotcha stuff. That, that's that's basically. That's basically our hot take. The other stuff um, that they announced is uh, is WoW Classic, which um, I don't have a lot to say on that. the The crowd at that panel was very excited. Were they? Um, I don't. Oh man, th- see that those are not my people. Right, they they right. were my people at some point, but they're not my people anymore. It's a certain and. Well, one of the things there are, there are a number of things they're doing with it, and it was the most interesting part of that was listening to the various developers talk about their approach to stuff, like the actual technical, how they got the data to go with the code, to go with the art assets. Like that stuff's interesting to me as a developer. Yeah. Um, but then to hear Ian Hasacostas, the lead game developer, um, or lead, I forget his exact title. He's the head of WoW at Blizzard. Um, talk about the things that they took in and the things that they left out. Like, what is part of that core experience? And a lot of stuff that I'm like, oh, that, I remember that. That was rough. But they left it in because that's what people want. They're also doing it uh, free to play, which is probably another thing. Like, I'm sure there is a whole segment of the people that were playing on those private servers who just didn't want to pay for it. And I'm sure. like... I don't know. Sub is not that expensive. Like, yeah, it's, just, it's only slightly more than Netflix. But whatever. Um, that's it's not. That's a that's judgmental of me to right. know, say that. But um, and because it's free to play, I'll try it. But I just don't see. I don't see myself. And this is what I've heard from other uh, podcasters: is that um, it looks cool. And it's exciting. Anything new that they or new, anything different that Blizzard does is exciting just from a news standpoint. But nobody, n- none of the none of the people who are talking about it that I'm listening to, expect to play it for more than an hour or two. Right, and and I and we didn't really kind of actually say what we're talking about here. But what for those who didn't know, it's what Dennis is saying is that uh, Blizzard. The creator of World of Warcraft has has uh, announced that they will put out a uh, World of Warcraft l- just like it was when they first launched the game, without any expansions, changed, modifies, which this game has gone through thousands of iterations and updates and changes and tweaks, and they're going to re-put it down as if it was day one and everything the code was originally what it was. Yeah, it's it's not quite day one. It's it's somewhere in the middle of like 2006, so like the early raids aren't open yet, and um some of that kind of stuff but there have been people playing on unofficial you know private servers that's not it's against the terms of the of use of the software for years and and you know blizzard is always having to try to hunt them down not hunt them down but like stop that from happening because it you know it affects their their brand and their image and people said you know well why don't you just do why don't you just do a you know a classic server you know the old uh, uh, version of the game and you know 
reasonable people like me and many others were like, they're never going to do that. What's what's what would be the point? What is the I still don't know the point of it. I mean, it, just because they can. I know Blizzard does a lot I, of that stuff where they just I think because, they, because can. they can, because people want it, um, you know, maybe it drives more attention activity to the to the core game. Maybe people will play both like I, I don't I don't really know, especially since they're making it free to play. Um, it's hard to say, but they, one of the things that it's some, one of the podcasts I listened to yesterday, cause I picked up, you know, as many of the podcasts, I think pixels and, uh, and frog pants, uh, the instance, both actually it was core cause they talked to the, they talked to one of the guys in the, on the heroes of the storm team. Um, they said that this year, this year, BlizzCon was not a lot of big stuff. Like a, a mobile game is not big news for these pc gamers there's no wow expansion there's no um there's new characters for overwatch and heroes but nothing else which is sort of what we expected hearthstone expansion that's not huge news either but this seems to be the year or maybe a couple years of the the throwbacks the retros because they are also remastering warcraft 3 yeah uh, that was that was a weird thing to see come out it's it's another I mean I don't that's been off my radar for years but it sort of makes sense because a lot of what's going on in World of Warcraft in the story is tiebacks to a bunch of that story that was set up in Warcraft 3 which is the origin of if you played World of Warcraft at all um Arthas and Jaina and Illidan Malfurion all those main characters that uh, are in Heroes of the Storm and you see We've seen throughout the various WoW expansions, um, all of that stuff was set up in Warcraft 3. Now, they've brought in a bunch of new stuff since then, but the core, like, main storyline with um, Strathholm and and the Undead and Sylvanas and all of that, like, that all came out of that one game and its expansion. And it was a real-time strategy game. It wasn't, uh, you know, an RPG as such. Right. but you just had the story in that system. And that was, um, it was sort of the peak of that franchise before they went into World of Warcraft. Um, it had this strange, I, I mean, I think of it as strange, but it was an RTS with a strong hero mechanic. Like you would have, you would summon heroes and they could carry items. Um, and that system was the, was the foundation for the entire genre of MOBAs. The original uh, Dota, Defense of the Ancients, was just a a map that somebody made for Warcraft 3. And so that's potentially one of the most interesting things about it is like maybe going back and playing through that story again, though I could do that on the old client, but doing it in, you know, full HD and stuff will be nice. Um, And also to see like what, what of those old cool maps people will if if they're still compatible or if people remake them or if people make different new things with that uh sort of engine as it were yeah um so that's cool i don't know well i i here here's what i see of here's in my mind what i envision blizzard the company is like 
Like they have okay. a huge building that's like Google. It's what I'm seeing in my mind, right? That right, they have all these yeah. huge like slides and you know, yeah, ping pong tables and stuff like that. That everybody's just like coming to work to party. And then it's there's five to six hundred people at least in their building with all their awesome desks and stuff and toys. And sure. then they go into the head meeting with like people who've been there a long time and they're all good buddies and friends. And they're like, okay, uh, so what have you been doing? And they spend like two hours just shooting the breeze, talking about their favorite things and geeking out on stuff. And they're like, we should like redo this because that would be fun. And like, yeah, let's, we've got 60 people just doing nothing because they finished their little camp project last week. So uh, why don't you just take those 60 people and make this game? You know, that's what I think Blizzard is. I don't think they have any real like, they don't have anybody that's a, a business person in charge saying, you know what, we need to put this market share says that we need to go into this strategic, you know, genre and do this thing. They just are a bunch of people hanging out with 500 people that they need to have them do something and they pick whatever's fun to them. I mean, they definitely are. They definitely have teams, right? All of the well, Heroes of the Storm was originally built by the Starcraft 2 team, but they've I think they've split those. They split those off now, or else they're one team and they just work on separate projects internally. But they also have an incubator in, internally where, you know, they're doing startup sort of stuff, you know, new projects that will never, you know, most of them we will never hear about, right? Because it's Blizzard. Like, yeah. they only want to release stuff that's done and it's good. It's like um, somebody quoted this and I can't remember who they said it it wasn't somebody it wasn't somebody a blizzard i think it was one of the old nintendo guys but he said um people will forget if your game is late but people will remember if your game is bad that's true right and so so they always you know are are doing that so it's like um they're talking about the diablo thing like Diablo Immortal is being built in in par- partnership with another co- with a whole another company. Um so it existing, it being made doesn't change the fact that they're still going to do Diablo 4. Right? Yeah. They're just they're just not ready. Like they announced Diablo 3 and then it took them like 4 years to finish it. And that sort of it hurt the you know the community the feeling for a while um but diablo 3 is still going like they're still doing seasons there's still people playing it so they don't have to they don't have to hype like they could have they could have hyped diablo 4 this year with immortal and all it would have done is hurt immortal people would have been like i don't care about that that's diablo 4 and then it wouldn't have changed the timeline of how long it's going to take them to finish Diablo 4. It would have just, you know, created hype that they can't deliver on yet. Yeah, the the uh now that we have we can look back at what we the pre-announcements to things. Now now we know exactly what they meant when they they mentioned the Diablo team said something about like uh basically moderate your expectations. It's like we've yeah. got something but just don't be too excited about it. And, and the reason they <laughs> I think that what they were doing there was they were speaking to the hardcore PC Diablo people yeah. that like y- you guys are not going to be super excited about this. We're excited about this and it is a thing that's big and it will, and 
let, let's be honest, this will probably make them a ton of money. Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, however they monetize it. Same thing. I was going to say this before I jumped off of Warcraft 3. That's scheduled to come out December of 2019, like a little over a year from now. And pre-orders are open, and I pre-ordered it. It's yeah, right. 29 but It's 30 bucks. Right. Like, it's almost full price. But I'm like, you know what? Wait, that wait. Was a good oh, game. you for Warcraft, right? Yeah, for Warcraft. Yeah, Warcraft 3. Yeah. Uh, the Immortal, we don't know yet. But right. whatever it is, it's... It's a Blizzard game on mobile. I'm going to buy it. There are plenty of people who are going to buy it just on that. Yeah, um, and and there will there will be a ton those those 12 million WoW players just because that's a number of people like to, to mention. Yeah, you know, almost all of those people have a mobile device that could probably play this game, and they will see what they have not seen before: Blizzard Entertainment come up with the game on their on their <laughs> games queue, and they'll be like, "I'm going to get not this." Hearthstone. Yeah, that's not Hearthstone, right? Yeah, I, I will and, get this. And there's a there's a huge population, just like um, you said in our group chat about the Warcraft movie, or maybe somebody else said that. Mm-hmm. Um, like, Warcraft movie flopped in the U.S., huge financial success in China. Yeah. Um, and to an extent, that's probably going to be true with Immortal as well. Like, there's a huge gaming market in China and some of those other Asian countries uh, that's why they have these JRPGs that will eat up something like this. Oh heck, I honest honestly I think Immortal will make in all markets. I don't think it'll just be Asian markets. I think that Immortal will stand strong in North America as well. Because I, I honest to God, people who are Blizzard people um scoff and and this might be you included in this scoff at console <laughs> players that like oh well this, this it's that PC master race syndrome like Blizzard is ours and if they lower themselves to make console and PC games it'll only be clones of the games that we already have <laughs> that that's that's how the PC Blizzard people uh, fanboys feel about stuff where in reality there are way more people playing Bejeweled than Street Fighter I mean. Sure. It's it's ungodly how much Candy Crush makes and how many people actually play, play those games. And us gamers don't like to admit that. But you know what? Immortal will make a ton of money off of the people that just barely know it, um, you know, and, casually. And I've said and I've said this many times. One thing, you know, I don't I don't think of Blizzard as PC Master Race, though most of their stuff is biggest and best on pc but like mm. you know they they put diablo 3 on the playstation when the ps4 came out um you know overwatch doesn't run on mac it's the first blizzard game in a long time that doesn't run on mac mm-hmm. um you know they they spread out but even within their games they seem to always be pushing to broaden the audience without sacrificing the elite hardcore segment. I mean, I said that about WoW many times. Like, they're they're doing WoW classics. You get to see just how slow and arduous and difficult WoW started out. And to see where it is now, and you can compare the raiding experience, the raiding experience is in some ways more difficult now than it was 12 years ago, 14 years ago. Um, 12 years ago, whatever, math. Um, but all of the other stuff, the leveling experience and the, the gathering and, and maybe not PVP, but the questing and all of that stuff, the UI improvements, like all of that is much easier than it was. And so it makes the game more accessible, 
but the the peak, the far end of the elite challenging gameplay is still there. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something they try to do in all of their games. You know, they've got Heroes of the Storm, which is competitive PvP, and it has a whole ladder system, um, a whole ranked system. But then it also has Quick Match, where you can just jump in and play. It's also got versus AI, where you can, you know, my, my sister and brother-in-law only play that way. They yeah. get on, maybe some of us are on, or, you know, they'll just play with randoms, and they play against bots. They pretty much always win. And it's, you know, just, it's fun, just relaxing, it's, fun yeah. experience. Yeah. And so, so they try to they try to catch all of those all of those groups, all of those play styles. It's not even necessarily separate. Like I get on sometimes, uh, here's the storm, and I'm like, I just want to knock out these quests. And so I'll play against bots. Right. Or I'll get on another time when I have a little bit more time to play, and I'm like, you know what, I want a challenge. I'm gonna jump in a quick match and do some PvP and try to, you know, whatever get better sure more skilled at it um and and this this diablo immortal i think is is in that same vein it's there's a whole untapped market of of gamers that they want to try and reach yeah and and honest honestly i bet you like i said it's because these people are also mobile gamers that work there and i don't necessarily i don't i don't know if i believe that it's it's business people at Blizzard saying like, "Oh, you need to move into the mobile market." I think it's literally like these people play mobile games and they they find them enjoyments and they we can do this and this is something we can we would love to do. Yeah, I mean, but, I don't I don't think well, I have no idea, but right, right. Small micro decisions definitely they have to you know have business decisions based on business and markets and all that stuff. Yeah, I don't think sure. they ever make big decisions based on like market revenue kind of like we yeah, need to make this game because it's going to make money because or they or they would be making more games more often they would be yeah they would be doing the ea model of putting out a new game every year people yeah. buy it and they, right you know whatever right all right man that's we got it we got a long show on this one today we got a lot of stuff packed into this thing a little, a little bit a little, and I we, mean, did, we didn't even scratch and, the surface on all of it yeah yeah there's a couple couple bits to edit back there when you uh, <laughs> right well whatever if yeah. if i talk about it now you have to edit it out again <laughs> right we'll just add more but yeah it's yeah. awesome yeah. good good stuff we'll, we'll just save some more stuff for next week and, and come back through we've got um thanksgiving coming up and we can talk about some of that happening in the next couple of weeks and christmas I'll right to, around the corner I'll black friday we got to talk about see if see if i can come up with a thanksgiving themed challenge all right. Besides, well, well, we've got the Charlie Brown special. Right. Well, we've got we've got uh, like I said, Black Friday to talk about coming up soon. So, and, sure, and sure. If, if we're both uh, very fortunate, they will somehow sneak in a, a switch price drop, and then we'll have switch things to talk about after Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna be looking maybe for a for a PC laptop. I'll, I'll oh. get into that. I'll get into that maybe next week. Or the well, week yeah, we, we've got it. We're we're gonna have a nice Black Friday. Uh, special i'm sure we, we get to just talk for hours about our blatant consumerism <laughs> exactly all right all right man we're good uh, you've been listening to the front porch this is episode 63 a special thanks as always to our friends over at geek scholars movie news uh if you like movies and news film headlines previews in glorious podcast form check them out geek scholars movie news uh if you like role-playing and star trek and crazy chaos 
role-playing, Michael and I and our three other friends. Uh, you can check out our other show, Klingons and Dragons. That's at KlingonsDragons.com. If you have questions, comments, topic ideas, suggested challenges, any of that good stuff, you can email us. Our email is frontporchpod at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, frontporchpodcast.com. We've got contact forms over there. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And while you're there, if you leave us a review, that helps out a lot. Thanks, as always, for listening. And until next time, I'm Dennis. And I am Michael. For The Front Porch. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys.